This woman sues for $30 million after the NYPD puts her pick on a wanted poster. So let's get right into it. Even an Instagram influencer doesn't want this kind of attention. The NYPD wrongly used a sexy snap of a Queenswoman on a wanted poster for a thieving hooker, and now the innocent woman is suing for $30 million. Eva Lopez, 31, first found out she was a wanted woman on August 16th when she and her boyfriend stepped off a flight from Florida and a friend of his texted them according to court papers. I thought it was something fake. I really couldn't believe the police would put me on a wanted poster, she recalled. Lopez shrugged it off until her boss convinced her it might be real and urged her to reach out to the East Village's 9th Precinct. That night, she called Detective Kevin Dwyer, whose name was listed on the flyer, only to find he knew it was an issue before she called, according to the legal filing. Dwyer told Lopez the wanted poster had already been taken down from the department's Facebook page and other websites. She said the real perpetrator had attacked two sleeves, the detective said. Lopez didn't. But the damage was done. It was already spread around on social media. It was still being passed around, still being talked about, still making me look like a thief and a prostitute, Lopez told the Post. The image in the wanted poster showed her in a low-cut, hot pink tube top with a thick gold necklace, bright multicolored leggings, and high heels. Wanted for grand larceny, it said, perpetrator probable cause to arrest. The poster saw information on an August 13th theft from an East Village apartment where a man had booked an escort online, only to have the escort steal a $13,000 Rolex and chase credit card of his roommate, cops said. Lopez was in Queens on August 3rd, she said, not in Manhattan. The picture had been taken a month or two earlier as she headed to a friend's birthday party, she added. The detective told her that the victim showed police pictures of Lopez, who has 862,000 Instagram followers and works as a fashion influencer, as well as a bartender at a club in Queens, she claimed in the Manhattan Supreme Court lawsuit. On Facebook, the wanted poster got shared over a thousand times, 10,000, 20,000 times, then on Instagram, a lot of blog sites that have millions of followers. They posted it as well. Lopez lamented. So Lopez proclaimed her innocence on her own Instagram page to no avail. People didn't think I was being honest, she said. It was just really, really embarrassing, not only for me, but for my family as well. Lopez said her rep nosedived after the incident with some co-workers gossiping about her. I just really want people to know that it's not me in any way, shape, or form. The girl has nothing to do with me, she said. Lopez insisted she's never been in trouble with the law, never worked as an escort, and doesn't know the victims. She had absolutely nothing to do with any grand larceny, she said, in court papers filed against the city, the department, and the detective. The NYPD should commit to more thorough investigations before haphazardly accusing and identifying innocent people of fantastic lies and brazen crimes, said her lawyer, 
Mark Sherian, who speculated the escort may have been wrongly using Lopez's social media shots. Dwyer declined comment. The city law department said it would review the lawsuit. It's not the first time the NYPD has been accused of wrongly putting someone's photo on a wanted poster. In 2020, a pregnant Harlem woman's image was allegedly included on a poster by cops hunting a trio of robbers. The woman, Vanessa Adams, 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 sued, claiming she had been she had simply been in a deli buying snacks when she was caught on camera alongside the suspects the NYPD was looking for. Now, that is pretty interesting. And the sad reality, because of the rise of social media, is that it would not be hard for someone to take your photo, put it on some sort of, I don't know, escort site, dating site, whatever, right? And catfishing people, right? Like, if you end up stumbling upon this, you probably have watched at least one episode of Catfish. So, it would not be hard for someone to take a photo, of, especially someone who has a huge following, to use those photos as almost like a advertisement for, I guess, services and all that kind of stuff, right? To entice people to come in, right? Or to book them or whatever, right? Or to, like, run, like, these dating scams that are on the rise now, which I guess is kind of like a scam as well, but more of like a crime, 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 serious crime kind of stuff. And the reality is it would not be hard for someone to go and do this. And if you just happened to also look somewhat like her in those photos, like somewhat, like close enough to get by, because I doubt whoever booked that individual didn't really pay that much attention. Probably just saw, oh, big chest, yay, book, whatever, right? Like, I doubt the person really did any due diligence, I guess. Right? So, yeah. When you have like almost 900,000, probably by the time of this recording, she might have like a million just because of how big the story might get. Like, if you have like a million followers, there's probably at least one person of the million followers that is using your photos in some heinous way. Right? And that's something that people need to understand. Right? And there's probably a whole bunch of these other ladies with big social media followings that are basically like having their photos from their Instagram or whatever site that they're on getting put on like maybe like a dating bot or something or even being used by like hookers or whatever to trick people, right? Like you just don't know. It's just like... It's basically just a pure numbers thing, right? It's kind of like a situation where, okay, out of 100 people, you probably got one person that is crazy, right? So how many people out of like potentially a million people are crazy? A lot, right? Now a small percentage, but a lot, right? Which means... Guess what? There's going to be a lot of people probably willing to do something like this, right? 
especially if they know that there's a pretty high chance for them to get away with it, right? Like, it's something to really, really be more cautious of and conscious of, right? Because, you know, this is a pretty serious thing, and her reputation is kind of like smeared because of all these news companies basically just, oh, yeah, okay, this post this, right? And the fact that the officers, like this precinct, didn't do any due diligence, right? Didn't obviously say like, hey, wait a minute. This photo is of an extremely popular Instagram influencer, right? Like, it's kind of odd. So, feel free to give your thoughts, but... Hopefully she ends up winning some money because that is pretty messed up for the NYPD to do something like this to her. Now, here's the thing. If she were to win a large amount of money, I don't know how much money she's making, but let's just say she gets paid a pretty nice windfall after all of her expenses is said and done with the lawyer and legal fees, all that kind of stuff. Let's just say that she gets like $10 million, right? What she needs to do is obviously pay taxes if she needs to pay taxes on it. I'm not really too familiar with like uh, settlement money. She probably doesn't have to pay taxes on that because it's a settlement. But if she does, just pay taxes. Uh, First things first, get rid of all of your debt. There's no reason for you to have debt. Create an emergency fund. And probably with her, I would lean more so on a higher emergency fund like more than three to six months just because there's going to be so much uncertainty but also it would allow her to have a pretty nice buffer if she wants to go super serious in the whole Instagram influencer path right next thing start automating investments right into her 401k into her Roth IRA into basically Any investments that she can to either avoid taxes legally or to grow money tax-free. Other than that, you know, if she has kids, make sure they have enough money to be able to go to college if they choose to go down that route. After that, there's not really much else to do but what you want to do, right? Because the main thing that we always try to push for is you want to first get out of debt because that gives you the freedom to pretty much go do whatever you want, right? It gives you way more options. And really, she just needs to understand truly how to manage her money well, like living below her means. And she could probably live on whatever amount of money that she ends up winning, if she does win money, for the rest of her life, if she chose to do so. So... I just don't want her or someone in this situation to win like a big windfall and then like be in the situation that like the majority of lottery winners end up getting into where they basically just lose all of their money within five years. Like that would be super depressing to see, especially after this whole fiasco, right? Like I would want her to be financially secure, but also be able to have the freedom to do basically whatever she wants without really any 
negative consequences or any risk to her lifestyle, whatever her lifestyle is. It's just something to really think about. Like, be careful whenever you potentially get a big windfall. Like, don't think it's going to, like, this money's going to last forever because it will only last forever if you make it last forever. If you want to learn how to get out of debt and manage your money, go to 40inbox.com.